Talkers. Won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today it's another For, for the, the Step Dads. With your dirty old Step Dads. Yeah. Love hurts. Damn, it does. Love hurts. Love does hurt, Adam. <laughs> this is a Valentine's week. Uh, it is. You know, I completely did not know you, that it was Valentine's Day yesterday. I did not know. Oh, yeah. I, it, it, I, there were no real... When you don't have sa- cable or satellite, yeah. and you get to pick and choose the YouTubes you watch on your TVs, <laughs> it's easy to miss these kind of things. And, yeah, uh, and yeah. Like, I think it was like 10 or 11 last night. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's Valentine's. Valentine's. Uh, yeah, Phoebe and I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because it is a made-up holiday designed by people to have you buy stuff and give it away to people. Yeah, they said that the average person spends about 200 bucks on Valentine's well, Day. Uh, you and I spent zero. So uh, That's true. Although Phoebe did give me some heart-shaped candy, uh, which I was like... We we're not getting anything for each other. <laughs> like that so was you got point. really mad. Yeah, and then I threw it across. The wow, yeah. that yeah, I heard that. It was yeah, it was, it was scary. Late. I had to call the cops. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, it's been a great month. I'm really looking forward to next week with uh, Fatal Attraction. Oh but, man. Uh, but this week, is, uh, this month has been great with Play Misty for Me and Presumed Innocent. Uh, Got to see our tough guys. Not so tough. Yeah, being know? a little. <laughs> I mean, you know, but it's like it's always it's fun to see guys like Harrison Ford and Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Do a different turn, you know, play yeah. somebody that's not got a gun. Right. Throwing people off planes, no. jumping off of dams in the water, <laughs> swinging whips. Swinging whips. Yeah. Yeah. Punching orangutans. I mean, it was really interesting. I really think that in Presumed Innocent, it was a side of Harrison Ford that I had never seen up to that point. Like, the the scene where it, it kind of re- is revealed that he, like, slept with her mm-hmm. and that he was obsessed with her, it's so understated and it's so brilliant. Yeah. No, he's great. It's films like this. Another, I think one of his greatest performances is in Mosquito Coast. Yeah. Which we'll definitely do. Yeah, we'll cover it at some do, point. Uh, yeah. Lesser known forwards. When we do our insect titled month. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. The fly, <laughs> the mosquito, fly coast, mosquito coast, butterflies and, uh, are free. Arachnophobia. You know, butterflies yeah. are free. I don't even know what that is. It's a movie with Goldie Hawn based on a play. I think I was in that play. Oh, uh, yeah. it's based on a play. Goldie Hawn was in it, and uh, it's about a blind guy and uh, yeah. Goldie Hawn and wow and butterflies that are free. <laughs> <laughs> you really sold it. That sounds great. Yeah, it was one of her first movies, actually. Well, we might as well cover the movie that literally no one's heard of. That's great. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm just kidding. It's I, a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Yeah. It's a bug. And I heard they're free. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, anyway. No, wait, this is turning into <laughs> a really <laughs> bad morning radio. <laughs> yeah, I heard they're free. Hey, hey. got the butterflies. Ooh. Anyway, it's butterflies. Uh, butterflies. I, I love me oh, some butterflies. Oh, get that butter on those fries. Mm. It's 57 degrees here at 8.15 at KCDD. <sighs> got to make sure you pick up your butterflies at the Iowa State Fair. Always double D at KCDD. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love, man. Uh, yeah. I love... I've been hurt. You've been hurt. We've all oh. been hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't really want to go into it. Um, the last time I got hurt, I was single for like three years, and it was uh, 
And then and then and then I got into another bad relationship. But uh, but I know uh, it did. <laughs> oh, I know you know. <laughs> uh, but that last one, I I'd never really dealt with someone like that before, and uh, she was a doozy. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, I think it's it's been. I've dated a few people since the last biggin. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a few years. Yeah. And I am happy. <laughs> and that's this is something that really I don't it kind of bothers me. I get yeah. it, but it bothers me. Yeah. Like everybody has their own thing, their own rights, their sure. own, you know, everybody's like, "Hey, be this, be proud. Be this, be proud." Right. And but if you're single, yeah. Oh, I'm so, you know, there's somebody uh, for everybody. Yeah. It's you'll uh, find but that's, somebody. That's changing. I wish it would change faster because I know, I know. I I can't tell you how many times I've spoken with people and, you know, hey, look, their hearts in the right place. I get it. Oh, people in love oh, want everybody to be in love. I've been there and sure. it's sure. I've been that obnoxious, horrible, <laughs> in love, cupid, you know, craptacular. Right, right. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> love is so great. And it is great. Look, love is awesome. Let's be yeah. honest. If it's yeah. a healthy, great relationship, nothing better than having a good I, partner to go through life with. I, and, I got five years in one right now. That's, yeah. that's still really good. Hey, you guys are a good model. It's yeah. nice to have a, a, a good representation of a relationship <laughs> around me. Uh, for well, Because I mean, we're, not, we're not pushing you or anything. No, no, no. I mean, you guys I, are good. Yeah. No, not at all. I don't yeah. think Phoebe's ever said anything to me about, like, you need a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, she, she doesn't want to push that on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the truth. <laughs> like, oh, God, God. I'm not pushing that. No way. Uh, but I am truly happy being single. Right. I, right. I like being single. I'm not lonely. Yeah. I don't feel alone. I don't feel there's something missing from me. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like, I don't believe in love. Love is for jerks. I don't believe that either. Right. I believe I can hold two thoughts in my head at the I, same time. Adam. Nuance? That's crazy. And there are, and there's an article that more and more people are choosing to be single these days. And yeah. it's so much tougher for women than men. Oh, I, yeah. I, you oh, know, yeah. I was watching this article. No, not an article. It was like it was on The Daily Show. Yeah. And uh, I think it was when Chelsea Handler was hosting. And she is uh Same, yeah. well she's in relationships but she's definitely not gonna have kids which right. is something that you and i agree upon yes, it's yes. a different whole different magilla yeah yeah, yeah. Of, of you know and as a guy it's like oh whatever you're single whatever you know yeah. but they still are just like oh but you know you gotta find somebody you yeah. know you're gonna find somebody one day and and that's great if i do awesome neat yeah yeah okay yeah. then i'm there you know i'm not closed off to anything but i'm not searching for it's like right <sighs> Relationships is like religion with me, kind of. Yeah. I'm not looking for anything right. in right. particular. Right. It's not something that's missing from my life. You know, it's just not something that I'm searching for. Yeah. I'm very happy the way I am. I'm yeah. very, yeah. you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm content or in a rut. Who knows? But I know that in my previous relationships, the biggins, yeah. most of the biggins, I had a, I had one, I had one pretty good one, uh, I, it's not good for me. Yeah, I I'm not good. Uh, in I'm good for the other person. Right, right. But you know, I have a tendency to subconsciously pick very damaged people. Yeah, damaged people pick damaged people. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so I'm a little gun shy and about that kind of stuff. But it's sure. also as time has gone on, and I've reflected on the last big relationship, which you know, 
was basically just a midlife crisis, <laughs> if you want to be honest. Um, <laughs> she, she, she was a little bit younger, yeah. She no, I truly was in love with her. I thought I sure. was, you know. I no, mean, all were. of the women no, that no, that no. I've been with, I have, you were in love. With I was her. in sure. love with, you sure. know. And here's the thing for all of you sad sacks out there: it doesn't matter if the other person was in love with you. It doesn't matter if they tricked you or whatever. Your feelings are your feelings. Right. Never right. be ashamed of loving somebody, even if you've been hurt, and even if you've been betrayed. You know, even if yeah. you've just been yeah. made a sucker, and yeah. I've been made a sucker. You know. It doesn't discount the fact that you had the capacity to love and you love that person. Right, and right. never feel shame about that. Never feel shame about it. Maybe reflect upon the people that you're dating if, they're, <laughs> if, if it's not healthy, which, right. which it wasn't for me. No, no, no. And work. now that I'm in a healthier place, I think, mentally, yeah. this year has been really good for me. I've kind of like, I started out the year by cleaning out my closet mm -hmm. and doing those kind of representative things of yeah. like the cobwebs of life. And, <laughs> and I've had kind of a different attitude lately just of wanting to be happy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Why am I always mad at myself? Why right, am I always right. unsatisfied? Why am I always right. this and that and the other? And what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just be happy and try the best that you can. That's all you can do in life. Um, yeah, I the, that that last not the last one, but the, the the one that was really bad for me. That literally after her and I had ended things, I had people calling me up asking me if I was okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, um, because she said some really nasty things about me around, spread a lot of lies. Yeah, and mine. Was, yeah, it was bad. But what I realized after that is that I needed to be happy being alone. Yeah, and and I was, and I learned that it's like you know what, it's fine. And I've I've had a couple of relationships since then, and I did backslide a bit uh, before Phoebe. But then, but you know, I realized what I needed to correct, and you know, it works. Like Good. it works. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it. If you're not going to be happy being alone, then you're not going to be happy in a relationship sure. because there's something else that it needs to be fixed. You know, I I I see you guys. I see my sister and Daryl. They're a great couple. Mm -hmm. Been together twenty something years, and. I see my mom no, and yeah. Paul, yeah. you know, and they're great and great for each other. And they really make – make they all make themselves yeah. – they all make each other happy in that yeah. group. And they make me happy too. So, yeah, you know, my, I, my parents are coming up on their 50th anniversary. And they're great. I love your parents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's, it's going to be hard. It'll always be hard. But, like, at the end of the day, that person's there, you know. I mean, there's something there that – It shouldn't be so hard. I mean, it's not always. No, but what I'm saying is, yeah. like, we make it hard, I think. Yes. You know? I agree. I think as somebody outside of things and kind of look in, you know, maybe sometimes people should take a vacation apart. Yeah. Or maybe sometimes, yeah. you know, it's just when you get to the point where you're driving each other crazy or whatever, mm -hmm. take some time apart and reassess yeah. Yeah. And, and realize what you care about each other and come back together and, and yeah. take a break. That's okay. I think... There's so much insecurity that we have about relationships, mm -hmm. and we don't want to love more than we're loved, and we don't want to care more oh, than yeah. the other person cares. Oh, yeah. The person that loves more is always the one that gets hurt. Exactly. It's yeah. a competition. Yeah. But that's all BS. You know, that's all just manufactured BS yeah. that, that we've seen in TV shows and movies yeah. Yeah. and commercials, and, and it's, it's – your relationship is your relationship. There is no self-help book. There is no, 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 no one group of rules that's going to make you have a healthy relationship. Yeah. Every relationship is different. There's snowflakes, Adam. Yeah. You're everything. You're different from everybody else. Every relationship is different. You can't treat the same relationship 
the relationship you have now is different from the one you had before. Exactly. At the end of the day. And it's not, yeah. And the only thing that you can control is yourself and yeah. the way that you react in the relationship and the way and what you decide to participate in and what you decide to bring to it. Yeah. And if you're coming at it open and with love and respect and admiration, uh, then it's good. But if you're coming yeah. at it with jealousy and, yeah, yeah. and insecurity and – you know. Yeah, that's all. Those are hallmarks of people that are not willing to actually communicate with their partner and discuss these things because they're afraid that if they do, then it will end, which always just makes it end anyway. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, but, I, but on the on the counter side of that, because I have always gone into every relationship being very open and very like, sure. you know, I, I look at somebody when I'm dating somebody uh, to me, that's the person I want to spend the rest of my life with because that's how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that might change. That might change. Granted, that has bit me in the ass because that's what happened with the really crazy one. I was like, this is how I look at things. Sure. And within a week, she was sending me engagement ring photos. And I was like, that's not what I meant. No, no I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... But she had never dealt with somebody that was that open before right. and that willing to be like, yes, I'm going to lay it all out. You know? Yeah. I mean, the same thing kind of happened to me with the first one, mm-hmm. the sociopath, you know. Uh, she moved in pretty quick. I'm like a oh really? You know, I'm like a, a stereotypical lesbian when it comes to <laughs> move in with just cats. immediately. <laughs> We're moving yeah. in right away. But yeah, I mean, I move way fast. I mean, I yeah. figure if I'm in love, I'm in love, and yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm there. But that's just not smart because you do have to think. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, there were so many red flags leading up to. Oh this. yeah, yeah, and. You know, I was so gaslit by the first one that I didn't know what was up or down. Right. I wasn't right. seeing any friends. That's they had crazy. completely isolated me. Wow. And uh, because they were so damaged and needed so much care constantly. Yeah. That there was no room for anything else. Yeah. Or anyone else. Well, I mean, you're willing to accept them for who they are. And a lot of times, these damaged people have never had that before. Exactly. So they're like, well, I got to hold on as tight as I can. Because if he even looks at somebody wrong, oh, he might leave and that's it. It's a novelty, though, because it starts off like that. Sure. It starts of off course. like, oh, wow, this person's treating me great and respect and yeah. love and all this stuff. And then it's like, <laughs> it gets to the point where, well, that person's a chump. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a chump out of that idiot. Yeah. For- yeah. For doing this. I mean, these things that you thought was for me loving you is now going to punish you mm-hmm. and, and make you realize. Just what you've gotten into. Exactly. But that said, I am just as culpable getting in that relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have those issues too. I am a damaged human being and I need to, I needed to acknowledge that. And, you know, as you get older, the funny thing is, is there was a long period of time where like all the stuff that I went through, I pretty much just ignored or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But as I get older, it comes back and you think about how it shaped your life and you think about, you know, real tragedy and horrific things that happened to you. I was three when yeah, it, when it yeah. started. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very developmental. Yeah. You're you're that is a very significant age for your mental development. It's very impressionable. Yeah. Very much so. And and. My dad dying on my third birthday really effed me up. Yeah. And uh, as you get older, you see the patterns and the things 
that you've right. done because of the things that happened. Right. And it it's it's like one of those beautiful mind moments where everything's like and you're like, oh my god, it all makes sense right now. I am effed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. know, but not in like a irrevocable way yeah. or in a sad way. Like all of the stuff that I went through made me who I am. Yeah. It made me a like, a pretty funny guy. <laughs> I don't think I would be as funny if I didn't go through the, the tragedy. I mean, right, you know, right. you can argue whether I'm funny or not, but over my yeah. lifetime, I've been <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex- uh, sure, described sure, as a sure, funny sure, man. Sure. And I have a very quick, my mind goes to the joke. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tick. It's a, it's a defense mechanism Def- yeah, yeah, that yeah. I started as a young man. I, when I was a little boy, I found out if I could make people laugh, right. I could diffuse situations. Right, right. And it was a huge power. It's like the power of laughter when you're a child yeah. is pretty much the only power you have. Like, yeah. if you can make a grown-up laugh, right. it's like... That's palpable. Yeah, like it's, it's like, like immediately oh, like, yeah. ooh, ooh, I have this power. I remember coming in and doing my Tom Jones impersonation, <laughs> like five from yeah, my parents yeah. and all their friends. You know, yeah. it was just like... It, so because of that, it's not even conscious. It's just I right. have to stop myself. From automatically making some joke or something, because yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. my mind is. Same. So I have to train my mind <laughs> to skip over the joke and not be a complete jerk. I understand. You know, sometimes I can't. There's so many times when I have to stop myself and be like, "That is inappropriate, Adam. Don't yep. say that." <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had your restraint. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, look, love hurts. Yes, but you know, let's be honest. All of us, they're like, "Oh, sad sacky sacks." A lot of times, you got to look at yourself. You know, yeah. it takes two to tango. And, you know, if you're always in a bad relationship, look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've got something going on that's putting you there. Yeah. Subconsciously or consciously. Yeah. You, you don't gotta, have to be you, in bad relationships. You have to have respect for yourself and, and be willing be willing to be alone. I mean, that's really at the end of the day. Yeah. Here's some really tough love from, from your old stepdads. <laughs> yeah. If it's not good now. Yeah. It's not going to get better right. later. And right. if it's in the beginning of a relationship, yeah. which is supposed to be all smooches and cuddles. <laughs> Honeymoon and, period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if yeah. it's already bad, it is not going to get better. It's so going to get worse. And moving in together, getting married, having children, these are not <laughs> not going to solutions to problems. These are nope. bigger problems nope. that They're you're just compounding. Layering on extra problems. This is, this is basically saying, I am going to force this dysfunction upon myself for the rest of my life because yes. I'm going to have a, uh, a desperation baby to try to save right. this relationship. Right. Look, if you're unhappy, you're unhappy. I know it's so scary yeah. to... For some people to be alone. And it's so scary to admit that you made a mistake. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the hardest thing, I think. When it love makes fools of us all because it's meant it it's akin to mental illness. Yeah. It's a chemical yeah. reaction and the dopamine and the serotonin in the brain creates a completely different like plane of existence almost. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to say that, oh, love is just a chemical reaction. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying part of love is right. a chemical reaction. Sure. And we do dumb things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, just take it slow, people. There's yeah. time. I've, I've had plenty of friends, and I, I don't know. I'm going to say I maybe was one of those people for a while. But that guy that's always like, oh, yep, when they're in a relationship, it's like I don't really want to hang out with them because they become very different people. Yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, it, it, I, I don't. 
I don't think there's an issue with being alone. No, I, no, no. Well, I was a very different person because, you know, the relationships were so toxic. Yeah. 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 And, and in, of course, I, with, at least with the first one, people were just like, you got to get him the way. You know, it was all like yeah, an intervention. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid of being alone. And here's another thing. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Don't be an incel. Don't blame women for you not being able to. Yeah. I mean, that's. Get a date. Yeah. You have to have. You have to learn how to talk to people. Communication is the key. Learn how to tell a joke or two. And yeah. most importantly, learn how to listen. Yeah. Listen to people. Ask questions. If you want to talk to somebody. Okay. This is advice from your old pal Jimbo. <laughs> used to date a lot. And I, you know, I wasn't like a player or, or like, you know, using lines yeah. and pickup lines and sure. that kind of crap. Sure. I talked to people. Yeah. I listened to them. I genuinely was interested in what they had to say. Yeah. Ask follow-up questions. People love to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. you're a, 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 a shy, nervous guy, just ask questions. Yeah. So, where are you from? Yeah. Where do you work? What's your dreams? Yeah. Because then eventually you'll find something that you guys have in common. And then you can talk about that. Do you want to see my subterranean hideout? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just it's it's fun. I've always wanted to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh man! Speaking of that, ooh, been watching. Uh, they rebooted Criminal Minds. They rebooted it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like, not rebooted it. They just oh. brought it back. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I didn't. I guess I never realized it was gone. It's I, gone for a few years. Is it uh, like on a different network now? It's or? on. Paramount Plus. Oh, so it's I don't no, know if it's on the network it's because on they CBS. say the F word. No, then no, it's not because I, they. I, but I sometimes they do say the F word on CBS. No, no, no. <laughs> on some shows, they bleep it out or blank yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. For subsequent... I think even that would be too much for CBS. Yeah, CBS is pretty. Um, it's good though. It's real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, there was a subterranean <laughs> <laughs> torture chamber. There was in a that. subterranean torture. Of course, chamber. there was. All right, um, but yeah. So Valentine's Day. If you're in love, awesome. If you're not, don't sweat it. Yeah. If you want to if you want to also get offline. Get off the apps. Yeah, get yeah. off the swiping. If you really want to meet somebody, go to the grocery store, go to the gym, get take in, a walk. Get involved in your community. You'll find people that like the stuff you do. Or get involved like if you like Star Wars, find a Star Wars trivia night right. when you're in, right. in a local exactly. bar. If you like uh, Disney, you know, find some, you know, Disney club or something around your area. Yeah. Find like-minded people that like your stuff. You're going to be so much happier if it, so many people are like, oh, I need this beautiful, you know, certain yeah. trophy of a person. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's an object. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the object I want to be with, not right. the, the human I want to be with. You're going to be so much happier if you're with somebody that shares your interests. If you love Star Wars and they hate Star Wars, it ain't going to work. Uh, pro- I mean, it might, but probably not. It might. It's, But it's like, you know... If if you're a sci-fi nerd and they hate sci-fi, it's not going to be fun. Well, but this, well, here's the thing. So I – like Phoebe's not a huge fan of sci-fi, but I really like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And she's willing to watch stuff with me and has found certain stories that connect with her. Right. But she's willing to do it because she knows I enjoy them. And she knows you have good taste and, you know, it's it's – yeah. And I turn around and I, I'm more than happy to watch the stuff that makes her happy. 
Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That one took a while. You're an idiot. Pitch Perfect is awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm All a Phoebe right. on this one. No, it's people singing. People singing without instruments is the devil. They are the instruments, Adam. No, no, no. Oh, God. Here we go. Can you hear me slowly cocking the gun? <laughs> I think you're a secret acapella love, head. Love hurts. Love I think hurts. you wish you could sing acapella. And that's but I, why. I will say, though, I finally watched them with her and, and, and you, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I had a good time. They're fun movies. I had a good time watching them. That's I don't, what's great. I don't ever need to see them again. Sure. But I had a good time. Well, I mean, you're, there's a difference between being open-minded and sharing the things yeah. with the person. You don't have to be super fans no. and both be exactly the same person. But if you're diametrically opposed, if, if the person you're with hates yeah. what it, you love, it's going to make it difficult. If you come up to someone that you're dating and say, I want to go do this, this makes me happy, and they say no, you need to end things. I had with my good relationship. We had a Star Wars room in our apartment. Oh, wow. Our office, we called it the Star Wars room because nice. we both love Star Wars so much. And we, you know, put up posters and stuff. And, yeah. You know, and, and one Halloween, it was just her and I, and she dressed up as Princess Leia and I as Han Solo. And it was like, you know, we had yeah. we had so much fun. She, You know, at the time, she loved video games. It was a perfect relationship. Yeah. Until it wasn't. But Sure. But sure. it was the happiest I'd been, I think, you yeah. know. It was the, probably the healthiest relationship mm-hmm. until, you know, all the issues came floating to the top. <laughs> the both of our, you know, not just her well, issues, but both of us. Yeah, yeah. But still. Yeah, you know, yeah. Look, yeah, p- opposites do attract. And, sure. And, but the person at least has to have respect for your passion. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you know? yes. Of course. I, I could course. not. It, it would be very hard for me to date somebody who hates video games. Who thinks yeah. they're the stupidest wasted? And there's yeah. people out there, and I get sure. it, you know. Sure. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm not a huge sports fan, so I get like people, you know. But I wouldn't be like, oh, don't ever watch sports. Right. Right. Exactly. But it's it's tough. You just just respect the other person's. Yeah. You know, just respect that their interests and respect what they do, and don't be dismissive or a jerk about it. And just talk about it. Just talk about it. Exactly. Be like, well, you know, I do. Do I have to sit down and watch this stuff with you? No. No. Okay, great. Then you go do your thing. I'm going to go over here and do my thing. Yep. You know? I mean, like, okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. No. Uh, it's just talking. It's okay, too, to do things separately. Yeah. That's I, my, another thing. I have an uncle and aunt in Colorado, and they, they always take a family vacation every year, but they also do... She does a girls' week where she, her and her, all her girlfriends go out, and they travel, like, to Bali or mm-hmm. whatever. He usually goes to concerts around the country, but he spends a week just going around. They do their own thing. And it's it great. works perfectly. Sure. And there's some couples that don't need that. My, yeah. my mom yeah. and, and Paul, they love being together all yeah, the time. exactly. And it's great. And, and that's what works for them. And yeah. what works for you, don't ever compare your relationship to another no, relationship. No, Don't ever... Uh, don't ever judge yourself. Don't ever judge your partner. Yeah. You know, just it's there's so many easy little uh, tips and tricks. Yeah. Uh, to to having a healthy and and enjoyable relationship. There are people that have been together for fifty or sixty years that are still happy. Look at uh, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Yeah, been together for seventy seven years. Joe and Jill Biden have been together for a while. For, yeah, at I least mean, fifty years. Well, not fifty. Well, oh no, that's right. She was the his second first yeah, wife. Yeah, was was killed, but. You know, but they've been good uh, for a Michelle long Obama time. and Barack yeah. Obama. I mean, they're such a great yeah. couple. Donald I, Trump and Melania Trump. I mean, <laughs> uh, right. it is, there's no greater example of love 
Yeah. When he tries to hold her hand? You can see it in her eyes and her face. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, you could have before the surgery, but yeah. It was there. It, you're really at, at the end of the day. You're you're right. It's it comes to being open and being willing to listen yeah. because I there's definitely been times where Phoebe and I have had fights. Sure, but like it comes down to she comes to me and says I don't like how this happened, and I go I didn't realize that was an issue. I will work on it yeah. or the other way. Sure. You know, like it's just you have to sit and listen and understand that they are a person and that you can make it work. Everybody's gonna get mad, and it's nine times out of ten not even about that person. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. about something inside and that thing drives you crazy for some sort of yeah. trigger that you have about something that's so deep down in your psyche that you don't even know what it is. Right. Right. That's how screwed yeah. up we all are. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely if you feel like you need to get out, then get out. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't drag your feet on that because yeah. – Especially if it's an abusive relationship. Yeah. And abuse isn't physical always. It's also mental. And if somebody is gaslighting you or if somebody is constantly berating you or if somebody is yeah. trying to possess you, get yeah. a friend. Get the hell out. Yeah. And if well, it's just even, a matter of being Even if it's unhappy, not that extreme. It, yeah. It can also be you've grown apart. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there. Things change. Yeah. Like time happens. If you don't want to be around that person all the time. Then don't. Then, then you need to discuss exactly. with them why that is. Or you need to break up with them. It's just yeah. not fair. All these people. I've never understood the trope of the put-upon husband who hates oh, his wife or the wife that hates her lazy husband yeah. and puts up with this. It didn't make any sense. I mean, it's funny in a sitcom. Yeah. But in real life, it's, it's damaging. Sad. Stupid. Sad, it's yeah. yeah. You're staying in something expecting an outcome that will never happen. Yeah. It's magical thinking. Yeah. I, my first big relationship I had, uh, I, it was in college, and I dated her in college and out of college. But we dated for almost five years. We moved to L.A. together. We moved back to the Midwest together. And when, we, when it finally broke it off, like I finally was like, okay, we gotta, you know, we're going to end this. She said to me, oh, yeah, you know, when we started dating, I thought we were only going to be dating for like six weeks. We did for four and a half years. Wow. And I was like, well, F you for <laughs> wasting four and a half years of my life. Well, because I was willing yeah. to – I was like open the whole yeah. time. And it, no, it turns out the entire time. She, she's the only ex I don't talk to. Really? Because because F her. Like I was like you – that was so cowardly of you. Yeah. Like well, of I, course. You know, it got me to here now. Mm-hmm. I mean that's part of the reason why I wouldn't change that four and a half year relationship because if that wasn't the case, I wouldn't – have met you i sure. wouldn't have met phoebe you know like i wouldn't be where i am now so yeah I, there's one i i definitely change. Like, <laughs> I, like people are like do you, you, you would change anything in your life and be like i'd never change anything in my life maybe yeah f that man there's yeah. definitely some things i would sure, erase sure because oof yeah yeah well I, I understand that i understand that but i but you know i i i have a lot of time away from that stuff and just kind of like okay i get where it is and i get what it did for me. Sure. You know. All right, let's move right, on wow, to this, wow. Mr. Goss. Well, we went on for 40 minutes about that. Wow. I'm getting on our soapboxes yeah. about how to have. The guy with the least healthiest relationships in history is telling you how to have a healthy relationship. Hey, look, physician, heal thyself. Hey, we balance each other, man, because look, I am a much better person than you. You definitely are. No, that's not No, true. you are. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? What have you been watching? Oh, uh, so much. Um, <laughs> I've been... Uh, uh, loving The Last of Us. Oh, my God. Uh, so good. Uh, so good. Pedro Pascal and, and Bella Ramsey were yeah. such great choices. Yeah. 
at first, you know, Pedro, Pedro Pascal, you know, he's he's an interesting choice for Joel. Yeah, yeah. But he works so well. And every episode is, like, its own standalone movie. Yeah, yeah. And so good. the last, the the fifth episode was, I think, the last one that we saw. Yeah. Um, with the big uh, sniper scene. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the bloater. Yeah, yeah. And the bloater. It was just, it's just done so well. It's... What what is great about it is it's not a zombie show. It's yeah. a hum it's a show about humanity during the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know? And, and and finding people that you can love. Yeah. And 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 be around and like rediscovering that love is still there. What's so funny is, you know, so many people are getting upset. Die hard game fan. Like I love the game. I I'm playing Same. It. The thing that I'm really enjoying is I'm playing through the game as I'm watching the show. Right. So I'm trying to kind of keep up with the show. Yeah. Because they yeah. really, I got you the um, the Part PS5 one. version, yeah. the season one is based upon. Yeah. And it's really fun to kind of play along and see the differences. Oh, yeah. And all the differences that they've made have only enhanced the show, have only made the show oh, a better yeah. narrative. Yeah. And Druckmann has said that the first game is about love. And then the second yeah. game is about hate. Yeah. And they're going to be doing the second season. So I'm really curious about yeah. where they're going to go with that. But, man, like the the episode uh, with Frank uh, where they expanded the, oh, yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Amazing. Bill and Frank. <laughs> I love that their names. Are Bill and Frank. Bill and Frank. Um, such a great episode. But one of the best episodes of TV. One of the best portrayals of a relationship. Love is love. And that was such a great representation of yeah. somebody. The scene... At the piano, when they kind of come together, yeah, it's some of the best acting I've ever seen Nick Offerman do. Oh, yeah, the the yeah. vulnerability and the fear, and everything that he shows, not just within that scene, but within that entire episode, yeah, is a masterclass. And then Murray Bartlett playing Frank, yeah, I Murray Bartlett is such a good actor. Oh. I, I saw him on uh, the White Lotus, which he was just. Yeah, a tour. Have you seen that? No, no, oh, no, no, no. I think no, he won no. an Emmy for that. It. Oh, really? Oh, he wow. Sh- or Golden Globe. He won something because he should yeah. have. It was such a tour de force performance. All right. But it's also such a completely diametrically different. That's <laughs> what actors do. But it was such a human performance. Yeah, yeah. And the the when I think one of my favorite moments of that episode is they're outside, and Frank's like, "Look, I want some paint." I want to make this, you know, he yeah. wants to beautify his area instead of living in a, in a, you know, like an encampment. <laughs> a rundown cul-de-sac. Right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's like, but the government's not, not you know, something about Nazis. And yeah. then <laughs> Nick Offerman's like, the government is literally Nazis. And he's like, well, they weren't then, you know, and it's just like, and his, and, and Nick, and he's like, if you say it's not you know, yeah, good use yeah. of our time. I'm going to go into one of your traps and blow my brains out. And it's just Nick Hoffman is just so he's learning, and we see him yeah. learning. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's such a nuanced performance. The, the episode. It's just so funny that a that a, a, a movie about a, a show about the end of the world, and, and it has one of the most beautiful love stories. Yeah. It took, of any show I've ever seen. It took the world ending for Bill, uh, Nick Offerman's character, to be able to accept the fact that he can love and be loved. Yeah. And and that episode was so brilliant in showing that. And, like, this guy, this rough dude that's, like... 
a, a survivalist. He's known that he's been gay the entire his entire life, yeah. but there was nothing he was going to do about it. But he's also been preparing. He was a prepper, so he's sure, sure. For this, but know? I mean, he couldn't. He knew he could never have love because of who he was right. and where he was and and the way society is and the fact that he was able to find it afterwards is brilliant and yeah. and incredible. And I, you know. I mean, it wouldn't fit into the video game no. because that's not what it is. That's not the medium it is. No. It would just be like three hours of cutscenes, <laughs> 45 minutes of them. Yeah, but I mean – but that's but that's what I love about it is that they're, they're actively saying, okay, well, what can we do to make this make more sense for the show? A shot-for-shot shot remake of the game would be boring. No. Because we've seen it boring. all. A game is a game. Yeah. You walk around. You kill people. It's still a very engrossing game. It has an amazing yeah. story. But still, it's a game. And, yeah. you know, people who can't get over the fact that they changed some things in the game really need to seek some therapy. Yeah, it's really sad. It's you really know? sad. I mean, it's a different medium. Like, that's the whole point. They're like our cat. <laughs> if there's one tiny difference, oh. like if, if you put a shoelace on the bed, oh, she freaks, she freaks out. She's like, what's this? Yeah. Sniffing it and bobbing her head around like it's some sort of nuclear waste. Don't be like our cat. Yeah, yeah. Accept it. Accept it for Things what it is. Change. It's really nice. It's good. I'm super excited. I, I don't know. I need to play the second game again because yeah. I've only played it once. And and I it is. It gets very brutal. But like I I'm curious to see how they handle it. I mean that's the you know, yeah. what they do with it. I was watching some there's this I don't know what the site is, but when I'm exercising I'll be watching YouTube and uh there, there's this site that does kind of these um, explanations of Last of Us Two lore. Yeah, like they'll go through the bow guy and like oh, yeah. his whole story and what oh, he wow. did, and, yeah. and kind of like just tell you the lore. And I've been watching a lot of that for Last of Us Two, and it is just making me ache. Oh yeah, to play to, that to game, play and yeah. also like these really great. Uh, you know, like John Wick clips of people oh, yeah. just going to town nice, nice. on the bad guys with knives and guns, <laughs> explosives. The way these people are able to do the combat, it's like wow. watching an action movie. It's insane. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, The Last of Us, if you haven't seen it, it's an amazing show. It's great. Uh, Absolutely great. Poker Face, man. Yeah, Poker Face has been really good. I think that uh, Ryan Johnson somehow invaded my mind <laughs> and created the exact television show that I wanted to see. Right, right. It is Columbo. It is a 70s, 80s yeah. show. It's Columbo meets the Hulk. <laughs> and and uh, it could not be cast any better. Yeah, yeah. Natasha Leone. it She's was crafted great. for her. Yeah. And she is so Columbo. She's so great. Ah. I mean, she's even like that. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Excuse me, Shaq. I mean, she's she just really so good. I just want one. I just want more thing. I mean, I think she literally says that. But uh, <laughs> she smokes. She always turns around and comes back. Yes. Like always. Uh, but that's not sitting quite right. It's done so well. It's just such a fun show because it's got that Columbo deal yeah. where the, the, the lead isn't even in the first act of the show. Right. Right. You see what happens and you see the murder and then <laughs> it kind of backtracks and you see how ham-fisted she pushed her way in. You know, oh, well, now I'm working at a yeah. an old folks home or now I'm working right. at a this, that. It's just so well done. It is it's it is a show created by fans of that show. And and it, it I have been wanting a show like this for so so long. Yeah, it's like why haven't they made shows like this? Be, they tried. 
Yeah, but this it's is like not as successful. Yeah, it's just this. Everything came together really well. I, yeah. I really want. I really, we need a new PI show, man. We need yeah. a good PI well, show. I said this is poker face. This is uh, eh, it is, but we it's need not, like she's a, not a PI. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, we need like a real Magnum, not this gross <laughs> reboot that, <laughs> okay. that that apparently got saved from cancellation wow. by another stupid network that won't let it die. But we need another Rockford Files. We need another rumpled yeah, guy who yeah. doesn't make a lot of money. You know, all the guys, all my heroes growing up were broke. They always <laughs> did the right thing, but they never had money. Right, right. Uh, they didn't really care about money. I mean, they wanted it, but they didn't care enough about well, it to actually do anything right, about it. Right, You know, they're, they're borderline ne'er-do-wells. You know, it's like, it's no wonder I am the way that I am. It's really funny that so many of these shows were about broke MFers yeah. just kind of hitchhiking. Or traveling around the country helping yeah, people. Yeah. A team, the whole wandering wandering and helping Kung people. Fu, yeah. Uh, Fall Guy. Fall Guy made money though, because he was a stunt man. <laughs> he he would get a stunt gig and then something would happen on the and set. And then something happened Ooh, on the set. Ooh, Jimmy Jab, he I'm, got shot. I've only seen a couple episodes of Poker Face. I need to watch more of it, but uh I think I might download a couple and watch them on the plane. Oh, you I, should when I head out. It it's like I'm I, I can't wait for Thursdays now. Yeah. That's when the show's on. Uh, uh, Appointment TV. It's been a long time. It really is. Also, uh, I, I mentioned the Criminal Minds um, mm. Evolution. It's called. Oh, Evolution. Uh, mm. But it was it was good. I hated the name of the killer. They called him Zacharias or something. I can't stand when they do that crap. But it was a <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why they called him. They always come up with some like you know. But uh, I don't even know what that. What does that mean? Is it like I don't a, know? It probably means something. It's probably some Greek you know right. god of serial killing. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Aisha Tyler's in it. She's great, nice. and Joe Mantegna. Oh yeah, he's looking good, man. His oh yeah, goatee. He's, nice. he's 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 like punching dudes and stuff. He's oh wow, pretty old. Yeah, wow. Paget Brewster. Nice. She's doing good. Yeah, I love always loved Paget Brewster. Were they were they in the original? Uh, did, were they all in the original? Well, show? It, it was Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Originally, uh, it was Mandy Patinkin. I was, was running the uh, never criminal. seen a single second of Criminal Minds. <laughs> It's uh, I, I I love that you know me I know I, I know love you're all about procedurals. the police procedurals yeah. uh, but originally it was Mandy Patinkin who was heading the uh, bureau uh, the ABA what is it the abnormal behavior whatever um, and then he sure. died and then uh, Joe Mantegna took over with Thomas Gibson Thomas Gibson as you recall was from. Uh, that sitcom, he was like the straight-laced guy, and she was the crazy lady. Oh, Darman Greg? Yes, he was Greg. Oh, my God, I can't believe I got I that from either. that That was great. Uh, <laughs> but Thomas Gibson was on, and then he had some dispute with them. But yeah. uh, Amber Heard was on it for a while, so it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wow. And wow. Jay Cook, Shamar right. Moore. But Shamar left because he went to go do SWAT. Oh, and it was all a right. Mess. And Matthew Gray Goobler. Who, uh, he didn't come back for this one either. I just like saying Matthew Gray Goobler because I love his name. <laughs> uh, so we've also, I've been watching Shrinking, yes. which is really good with uh, uh, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Oh, and Jessica Williams, one of my very Jessica favorite Williams actors. Jessica Williams is great. Uh, Krista Miller is fantastic mm-hmm. in it. Uh, yeah. I, and, 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 uh, and, and, and the show killer. Oh yeah, yeah, Ted McGinley. Uh, uh, Ted McGinley, who's <laughs> apparently not oh, killing the show. It was a big sh- that Man. was. It took them five days to decide: <laughs> should we put McGinley in it? Is the McGinley curse over? 
His character is so fantastic. He's, the He's literally in every episode for maybe like thirty seconds. Hey, he's just <laughs> like this so phony, like the neighbor that's like, "Do I need to come out here and do something?" No. All okay. right. <laughs> All right then. Like the last episode, he was peeing outside. Uh, I yeah, it's so good, and it's funny because I realized there was a point with uh, um, the daughter, Jason Siegel's daughter, who's played by uh, whoop, uh, Lukita Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Um, she, there was a scene with her and Harrison Ford, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is the best scene she's done. Like, this is amazing. And then there was a scene with Jessica Williams and Harrison Ford, and I was like, oh, my God. This is the best <laughs> scene that Jessica Williams has done. And then I realized it's because Harrison Ford makes actors better. Well, because he's such a giving actor. Oh, so amazing. Don't get me started. I love him so, so, so much. He's my absolute favorite actor yeah. of all time. Always will be. I'm also watching 1923. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Which is remarkable. He and seeing he and Helen Mirren together again after Mosquito Coast. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Yeah. And they are so she is fierce. Oh, yeah. She's a badass in this. She go. Oh, man. When she goes down with the <laughs> shotgun and the guy and it's like nice. click, click. And then, oh, she's got to reload before he reloads. And then, oh. boom. Don't wow. mess. Don't you dare. No, nope, don't mess, mess with her. Mess with the dame. You, uh, you get the <laughs> the end of the barrel. They have a great chemistry. You know, he's riding. Guy's in his eighties. He's riding horses, shooting guns, punching yeah. people, uh, getting shot. Um, it's a great show. It's uh, it's just got like like it's meaty. It's a meaty show. All right, and it, you know it spans the United States and Africa and oh wow, you know all these things are going on at the same time and they're all kind of coming together and yeah, it's just a uh, you know it's showing that. You know, things, you know, holding on to the cowboy way, right, you know, right. as it's all fading into the distance. It's just, it's a very well done show. Makes me want to watch uh, Yellowstone and, and uh, 18, 1888, 1883. It's another number show. 1883. Let's just say the Ter- Taylor Sheridan trilogy. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. Uh, I went and saw Megan. In the Ooh. theater. Uh, high entry for worst movie I've ever seen. Really? Oh, my God. It's bad. Oh. Awful, awful bad. Uh, it, it's really sad because I really wanted to like it. Uh, I don't – I think the acting is doing what they can given the script. It wasn't directed terribly well. It just it was really not very good. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Definitely a – if it's streaming at some point, which God knows it will probably be streaming in the next couple of weeks. But I'll definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. But it's it's just not good. That's a shame. Because, I, I mean, I did hear some people I, – I, I listened to KPPC or KCCP. Yeah. I don't – I always get It's that. Elias now. Oh, it is the Elias yeah. now. They call Weird. it Elias 89.3 or whatever. Is or, it still public radio or is it owned by Elias? I think it's owned by Elias so now. Weird. Anyway, for anybody outside of California, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Formerly KPCC, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they have movie talk, and mm. uh, the reviewers thought it was really fun, and you know, kind of a silly movie. But I really tried. I tried. It yeah. it didn't really seem like it understood what it was doing. That's it's it's really weird. I had some great names in it, uh, actors that I really enjoy. Allison Williams, uh, the uh, um, the dude from uh, Ronnie Chang. Yes. I love Ronnie Chang. Yeah, his character's annoying. Just well, Ronnie super Chang annoying. Is, can be brutally annoying. That's yeah. his whole shtick. But. He's brutally annoying and funny, but not in this movie. Oh, I'll pull Ronnie Chang. It was, he tried. I mean, God, he tried, but like, he did the best just, he could. The movie is just ridiculous. He is so, so funny on the. The one thing yeah. that I really, well, there's a lot of things that I'm going to miss now that Trevor Noah stepped away. Yeah. Yeah. 
But one of the he used to do these bits where he would have the correspondents come on mm-hmm. at the beginning. They have um, Michael Costa. He does like stocks. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dulce Sloan will do the lottery, and Desi Lydic does uh, um, something. Yeah, and then uh, Roy Wood Jr. does traffic. But they have Ronnie Chang comes and does like the uh, what's going on in social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they interact with well, they interacted with Trevor and he would always like pull up some tweet. He's like, look <laughs> at this stupid tweet by this idiot about this stupid thing. And they would end up, you know, pull up yeah. a Trevor Noah tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just they were so, so fun together. And yeah. I, I'm really gonna miss it. it. It's been fun watching that's another thing I've been watching is you know, I've watched the the, the show. Chelsea Handler was the great. The rotating hosts, mm-hmm. yeah. All the hosts have been great. It was so much fun to see D.L. Hughley back. I haven't oh, seen yeah. him in a while. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, what's her name? Wanda Sykes was uh, hilarious. Wanda Sykes. And then uh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. And the first the first guest host was um, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones is so funny. I, I, I was a little hesitant, but I watching her stuff, she was great. She's always She was amazing. so funny. She used to do these great live tweets during uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. She would yeah. live tweet stuff, and <laughs> oh, I love her so much. I'm just, I just want to see her host something. She was so yeah. good at, like... She, Supermarket Sweet, by the way, fantastic show, because yes. she's so good on it. She's so funny. She's just very... She's got such positivity and energy, and yeah. she's my age, which I, yeah. I always love young, attractive, seeming uh, <laughs> people my age that are right, out doing right. stuff. And she's just awesome. Yeah, it's been great. I don't know how – are they going to keep doing that with The Daily Show? Like, For a while, yeah. Until they find, figure out who they're going to have host. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm curious to see who they have coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they should get uh, a woman to host this time. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think I it's agree. time to have a woman behind the desk. Samantha B would be great. Yeah, especially uh, since her show got canceled. Yeah, she's available. She's uh, available. Silverman's great. Yeah, she was, she's hilarious. Um, <laughs> she's so funny. They were great. Chelsea Handler was great. I'm not usually a huge fan of Chelsea Handler, but she was fantastic. Over the years, she has grown on me because I I didn't like her a while ago. Like it, when she kind of first came yeah. out. But man, she is so funny, and she, she yeah. it's just ballsy, you know? Yeah. She doesn't give an F no. No, 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 about anything, it's it's and, and it's just, and, you know, she shares my views of singledom, no kids. So. <laughs> uh, I also went and saw Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, yeah, I want to see, uh, see that. It's based off a Paul Tremblay novel called The Cabin at the End of the Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the ending is different, so be aware, don't read the book first. Um, Was it good? Yeah, it was fine. I get, part of me kind of wishes I hadn't read the book because uh, the book was okay. I wasn't right. a huge fan. It was fine. Uh, Would you I, say the movie's better than the book? I think it's more satisfying. Oh. Um, the the book it, it has kind of a whimper of an ending, and I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I've read a bunch of articles about it because Paul Tremblay, the author, really hates what he did with it, uh, with what Shyamalan did with it, and he's like, you defeated the whole ending of the book, and and I was like, well. I did. There was literally something that happens at the end of the book that I did not remember until I started reading articles about <laughs> comparing oh, the funny. two, and I was like, "Well, that's a major thing that happened." So this is how much this book has made an impression on me. That's funny. I totally forgot this happened. So, um, but the book, the, the movie was great, though. Uh, Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista was great. The four that come in, uh, Dave Bautista, Rupert Grint is really great. Oh, yeah. um, 
And the two ladies, I don't know their the names. The guy from uh, Manhunter. Uh, Manhunters, Jonathan Groff. Is Jonathan uh, Groff, that's yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the, the guys. The little girl, the little, little girl they adopt is really great. Um, it's it's a really well done movie. Nice. I mean, it's it's harrowing and, and messed up. Phoebe really liked it. Uh, I'm, I'm, and she I'm, hadn't. So I, I liked it. I thought it was really interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I lo- I'm really digging Dave Bautista, man. Yeah, yeah. That guy, I've said it before, I will say it again, he is the absolute best yeah. wrestler-turned-actor. He's a wrestler-turned-actor, not a wrestler-turned-movie star. Right, right. Or a wrestler-turned-performer. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe him and Andre the Giant. But uh, I loved when Andre <laughs> the Giant played that nuclear physicist yeah. in... Uh, in that Bond movie? Well, yeah. no, no. It was in um, China Syndrome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we have a problem. Uh, I think we have a problem with the nuclear reactor. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was such a chilling performance. It was. Um, but no, Dave Batista. oh my God, he's just a really good actor. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's like, I don't want to be, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yeah. I want to do real acting roles. And Well, yeah, he's another guy who is your age. Yeah. And is very much like... I can't keep doing this to myself. Oh, God. Like, I can't bulk myself up for these movies every three years, two years, or whatever. I couldn't imagine. It's I mean, really unhealthy. Watching uh, Hugh Jackman, who's also uh, my age, uh, you know, get back into Wolverine shape, it's just like... I don't know why. he's. He said... It was like six years ago when he was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is... It's so hard on me. Maybe he made some bad investments. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But he's probably doing it for the fans. Well, that bad investment was called the Ultimate Showman or whatever. <laughs> greatest <laughs> yeah, show on earth. Greatest show on earth. Um, yeah, it's just I can't look. I exercise and it sucks. But I suppose yeah. that if I, you know, had somebody feeding me correctly and yeah, but it's but the thing is, I I read about how. Do you know what Hugh Jackman eats when he's getting ready for his Wolverine rolls? Yeah, boiled chicken. It's disgusting. Literally boiled chicken. It's disgusting. That's it. Let's talk a little bit about video games before we go. Okay. Um, what are you playing right um, now? I have mostly been playing The Witcher, Witcher 3, just mm. getting back into that. But I did discover the last couple days uh, this interesting little top-down game called The Last Stand Aftermath. Cool. Uh, which is about zombies. You're just trying to – you play volunteers, quote-unquote volunteers, people that have been infected that only have a few days to live so they send you out oh. to go collect supplies put them in a car and then after you die they take the car back <laughs> that seems um, sad but sad. it's it's done really well it looks and cool. and the setup it's a great rpg it looks yeah it's it's designed really well uh, i'm starting to dig that top down stuff same same you know, like uh, disco elysium or yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Weird West. Weird West is uh, a good that one. Way. Uh, and there's that, a couple others I've been looking at. That cyberpunk too, game yeah. that we were playing. Yeah, uh, The Ascent. The Ascent. Uh, which we need to finish. Yeah, that was uh, fun. I, got a, I had yeah. to delete it because I was running out of space. <laughs> it's a great game. I mean, but I, I it's really interesting. Uh, I've already gone through, I think, 14 volunteers. Uh, some it's of them make bad. it pretty far. Some of them die almost immediately. Um but it's really, it's really, done, it's done really well. It, I think it's, I think I got it for like fifteen bucks. I mean, nice. it was, it wasn't crazy expensive little indie game, but it's super fun. Highly recommend. There's it. a lot. We should start highlighting some stuff that's on sale. That yeah, that's, you know, you can get some good stuff for under ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, The Witcher Three, man. Yeah, I've been playing that too. It is the greatest RPG of all time. Yeah, yeah. in my opinion. I this is only the second time I played through it, and it's been a while, but. 
it feels like a completely different game. Yeah, same. I, I, I'm making different choices. I'm going to different parts yeah. of the map at different times. And, like, it feels very – there's stuff that I've already gone past that I know I can't do in yeah. this, this run uh, that I know I did last time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super weird. I'm just yeah. like, there's all this stuff I didn't know was there. Well, there's just so many hidden things to find and yeah. hidden missions. It's just – in terms of just around the corner something new, it's that and Red Dead Redemption pretty much are the best yeah. at, at creating open worlds. And – uh, yeah, I've been doing the N plus mm-hmm. playthrough. I think you're doing that yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's when you you carry over all the stuff you got the first time you played the game. Right. You bring that into the second time, which makes it even more fun because you're already starting on. It was kind of a badass Witcher. Yeah. You're not overpowered or anything. No, 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 no. I still died a lot. <laughs> right. But you don't have to unlock all the skill trees. You can, right. You know, all that stuff is already that's, there for you. That's the big thing is the skills. Yeah. And the potions, and you have all the recipes mm. and everything, so you, you you can really feel like you are. The Witcher. Yeah, there's no, there's no, oh, well, I gotta go find my new sword and all that, yeah. Which I love because there needs to be more games. It, it kind of drives me crazy when you play a game and you're like Spider-Man or Batman or somebody. Yeah. Or whatever, and you start out as like a wimp. Right, right. Batman was never a wimp. No, no. You know? Or they, they come up with a way for you to lose all your powers yes. and you gotta get them back. Gotta get it's them like, back. It's just, it's laborious. Let's start. Yeah. With a badass. Yeah. I'd love to have a, a, an RPG that, like, all the skills and everything, you just spec at the beginning. And yeah. it's all the stuff yeah. that you get. And then, you know, it's like the, the clothes and improve. the, yeah. and I the mean, weapons. Stuff and the to stuff to learn yeah. and improve. But, like, yeah. But for the yeah. most part, you know, if you're a badass, let's start as a badass. I hate having to wait until, like, the last hour of a 300-hour right. game right. to feel like you're... You're finally doing it. Yes. Yeah. And The Witcher wasn't like that. The Witcher no. was very, like, you're always a Witcher, even, you know, the first playthrough. But, yeah, this is the absolute greatest RPG I've, I've yeah. ever played. Yeah. It's it's. I, I'm i definitely playing it more like an RPG mm-hmm. now than before, where it was I kind of the last playthrough, I was kind of a hack and slash, just yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't need to worry about this stuff. I'll, just, I'll get powerful enough eventually to get through everything. And yeah. But this time is a lot more strategy, and I, I'm really enjoying it. And it looks so good. The <sighs> new gen update oh my God, makes so it look just gorgeous. So Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. I'm playing Last of Us, like, yeah. like bits and pieces. Um, and, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, I've also been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Nice. Which I picked up. My sister and uh, my bro from another Mo, my brother-in-law, Daryl, uh, they were sweet enough to give me a, like a gift certificate or gift card for mm-hmm. – I don't call them gift certificates anymore. Nope, nope. They have 40 <laughs> years. But a gift card for Amazon. So I picked up Hogwarts Legacy. Now, I love it. I think it's a great game. Yeah. It's uh, a very engrossing RPG. Mm-hmm. They captured the world incredibly in the vibe and making it in the 1800s so there's no Harry Potter baggage right. is refreshing. And it's a great game. It's a triumph for Port Key Games. It mm-hmm. uh, deserves all the accolades that it gets. Now, there's been a lot of controversy. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. Sure. I get people being upset at J.K. Rowling. I'm upset myself. Yeah, I don't agree with her uh, views on trans people. Um, here's how I see it. J.K. Rowling is a billionaire. And whatever money she's getting from this isn't significant to her. The people who created the game 
who wrote the game, this says she didn't write it. She has no, it's not Harry Potter and the hunt for the trans muggles, right. you know, right. written and, and starring her. It's, it's a brand new, a brand new story, a brand new everything that hundreds of people worked on and, and yeah. gave their talent and gave their blood, sweat and tears to make this happen. And I think they did a good job. I also think it's one of the quiet, most quietly inclusive games that I've played. You know, there's lesbian characters, gay characters, but it's not really pointed out. It's just, you know, oh, mm-hmm. I, I gave my wife this. You know, there's a trans character that runs the bar at Hogsmeade. And when you meet her, it's, you know, eventually if you get to know her, she kind of, if you ask her, tells you what it was like, you know, being a, a young trans student at Hogwarts right. and the people that supported her and the people that didn't. Ought seem, you know, it didn't seem smashed in there or ham-fisted or whatever, you know. Yeah. I think people who want to be mad are going to be mad. Yeah. And I understand them being mad. I understand if you are a trans person and 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 this bothers you 100%, I get it. I get it. I think a lot of people are using this because it's a video game. It's an easy target because not a lot of people, you know, not everybody loves video games. But this is a nuanced situation. This isn't, you know, a, a, a thing that's just all about this one person and her views and her product and her art. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. Like, I, I read the books. I've seen the movie. You and I watched all the movies. Mm-hmm. One of the weirdest experiences <laughs> was we watched all the movies and then literally finished the movie, got up, yeah. went to the movies, and so we saw the last. It was Deathly Hollows Part One. Yeah, and then we and went it to ended, see two. And then we went to the movie theater immediately. And the last scene is the first it's scene. Like, it was so, so crazy, so weird yeah. to see. Anyway, um, I've enjoyed the books. I enjoy the movies. I enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it's not my thing. My thing's probably Star Wars. And and look, I get well, it. Yeah, you were also not the audience for no. for the books. No, I mean, I was in my late twenties when yeah. the books came yeah. out. And yeah, but uh, but look, you know, if all of a sudden uh, George Lucas. Came out and was like, I'm a Nazi. And then you and you look back on his work and it's like, oh, there's all these Nazi illusions. Which there are. There are, but they're <laughs> the opposite. But it's it's <laughs> saying they're bad. It. Yes, yeah. they're they're bad. It would break my heart. And then I couldn't enjoy the movies because then the movies would be tainted with that political whatever. I'm in a very easy place being who I am, you yeah. know, being yeah. a middle aged white dude, we got it easy. Yeah. And and I'm I, I will never tell somebody not to be offended. I will never tell somebody not to feel the way that they feel mm-hmm. at all. I will say that violence against violence is never good. Hate against hate yeah. is never good. You can get your point across without threatening somebody's life or saying they're the worst human being in the world or that they deserve right. to die and their children deserve to get cancer, which are these are literally things that yeah. people wrote yeah. to people who are playing the game. Singling people out, this isn't the best use of your time. If you want to be a trans activist, then let's go for all of these laws mm-hmm. that are being enacted against trans kids, against trans people against uh trans affirming health care let's go to the real villains yeah not porky games who right. got an ip and made a game and probably started making this game before all of this controversy oh, even started 100 percent. it takes years to make games those comments were made in 2019 and i guarantee you this game was being made long before that and it's a very good and inclusive game 
There is nothing anti-trans or anti-LGBTQ in this game. And in fact, it's the opposite. Yeah. So this is not fine. Boycott it if you want. Don't buy it. Don't play it. I get it. Sure. But I think we can use our time better. Yeah. We can go after the real problems rather than this low-hanging fruit, this simple... Yeah. It it doesn't take anything away from you to sit there at your keyboard and be like, you're the worst human being in the world for playing this game. There's no effort. There's nothing. It's just you being snotty. Yeah. You're not going out and protesting. You're not going out and voting. You're not doing anything to help the trans community by spreading this hate. You're doing the opposite. You're making the people that are prejudiced even more prejudiced. Yeah. You know, you don't fight prejudice with prejudice. You don't fight hate with hate. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. That's my soapbox. I just, I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit just because it's, it's been all over the place. And I, I just, it's been bothering me yeah. Yeah. that, you know, here's the thing. All of these people that are on Twitter screaming about Harry Potter and the anti-trans propaganda they're on Twitter. Twitter is yeah. owned by Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk is such an anti-trans oh, yeah. son of a bitch that even his fuck even his effing trans daughter won't talk to him. Right. He right. spouts that stuff on his own platform, a platform which he got pissy about because nobody cared about his tweets, so he had them redesign the entire algorithm to make sure that his tweets are, you know, the first he's you know, go after him. Yeah. You're a hypocrite if you're screaming about Hogwarts Legacy while you're on Twitter. Yeah. You know, you've got to yeah. walk the walk if that's the case. Why aren't you protesting Universal Studios? Or, you know, you know go to Universal Movies. You know, she gets money from every ticket yeah. that's sold at Universal Studios. Yeah. Legos, you know. It's, it's hard when a person who created something that you love turns out to not be the person that you thought. Yeah. You know, I don't have any sympathy for you, JK. Yeah. You keep your billion dollar mouth shut about that stuff. You know, there's you're you're anybody who attacks trans kids or trans people, they're punching down. Yeah. These yeah. are the most marginalized human beings on the planet. So much so that that people are legislating against them. Right. It's right. disgusting. Yeah. But it's not Hogwarts Legacy's fault. Yeah. It's not. And people who play this game are not transphobes. Or horrible people. They're just people, a lot of these kids just want to experience the joy of what their childhood is. Look, man, as I, soon as they release an open world Star Wars game, that's my jam, baby. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, it's it's so much not Hogwarts Legacy. Her views are so much not Hogwarts Legacy or the books or the movies because literally no one knew she felt this way until she came out in 2019 and said a couple things. At the end of the day... To me, those those sentiments are not in the books. No. They're not in the movies. No. They're not in this game. No. Uh, I disagree with her wholeheartedly. 100%. But I don't look at... You know, it would be no different than, you know, George Lucas coming out and saying, yeah, well, the Empire was right because I'm a Nazi. And it's like, well, that's not the way the movies are. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you made the movies that made the Empire look bad. Yeah, so, you like, good job, buddy. you know, I mean, and again, whatever, like, they, people can feel how they want to feel, and they 100% should be doing something about it. But, yes, they are focused on the wrong thing. I agree. And, look, a couple of goofy old white dudes. Yeah, it's not, you know, the best look or whatever for us to be. But we should be speaking about this. I don't think, 
I think that we need more nuanced conversations about this stuff because yeah. if it is not black and white. No. The world's a complicated place. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people just want to be in, a, in Hogwarts in a magic place. They're not thinking about any of this stuff. And maybe they should. Maybe they should. Who knows? But look, like I said, if you really believe this way, there is so many different avenues for you to go down that are going to yeah. actually help trans people. Right. You screaming about Hogwarts is not doing a damn thing for trans rights. No. Except virtue signaling and making you look like a good, a good person. Yeah. Making you feel better about yourself? Exactly. I mean, I don't... That's not helping anybody. You know, I get... Look, I respect the trans reviewer that didn't want to review the copy and the sure. article that she wrote. I get it. And, yeah. and I respect that article. And, and I respect her choices. That's great. And she made her point. And that's good. Everybody... It's, that's fine. Right. Everybody can make their point. But we can talk about it, not scream about it. Right. And we right. can do it in a way that is civil... And we don't threaten each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I've never had a, a loud arguing conversation with anybody about this game. Uh, everything has been online. Yeah. It, it's been – I had a, a coworker just yesterday was like, so are, what do you think about Hogwarts Legacy? Are you going to play it? Are you even going to play it? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, eventually. But, like, it's like you shouldn't have to tiptoe around, tip yeah. around the fact that, like – you think I'm going to turn around and just start screaming at you because you you may want to play a video game. You know, it's like they're a very loud vocal minority. Yeah. And and they should be loud and vocal. Yes. But they should be focused on something that will actually help. Well, yes. And I do think a lot of the people that are spreading the hate are just people that spread hate. You know? Yeah, they're just trolls. I it's mean, not it's... a lot of trans activists that are coming out and calling for the death of people playing this game. No, they're no. you know they're calling for a discussion about right. J.K. Rowling and what are the you know, I get it. It it there hasn't been a controversy about a game like this in, in, in a very long time, and what is so interesting to me is it's such an innocuous game. Yeah, and, and like yeah. when you actually play it, right, right. You know, it's a it's for kids. I mean, it's not really for kids. Yeah, but it's yeah. but it's like it's. It's a magical world filled with all sorts of different people. It's very culturally aware. It's right, very right. inclusive. You can even have a trans character if you want. Well, that's what that's how the books were. I, I don't are are. I mean, you know they they have, the books have done so much good getting so many people into reading, Kids and getting to read, people yeah. into to getting lost in these worlds. They're and, fun books to read. They're you good. Know, you know, it's really disappointing that J.K. Rowling feels this way. It is. It is. It and it does taint. You know, I, I I would think twice before reading something that she wrote. I, I haven't I read any of her adult books. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not going to the buy her stuff. Yeah, art. Yeah, because I don't agree with her. But this isn't her art. Right. This is art based on her art. But right. this is a completely different thing with completely different people, and those people don't be don't deserve to be lumped in with her. Yeah, and brought into this controversy when yeah. they've done everything they can to make a very beautiful, inclusive, fun, well done, engrossing game. Talk about fun around every corner. You don't get bored. I have been sucked into a game like this <laughs> in a long like to the point where I have to stop playing because my brain is, <laughs> you know, jiggling in my head. Right, right. It's a lot of fun. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Yeah, please yeah. in the comments. Tell us. Tell us why we're wrong, and we'll right. listen. We'll definitely listen. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, we're pretty much out of time. Good. <laughs> I think people are sick of us now. Yeah. We'll be back next week with uh, Fatal Attraction. Oh, Boiling Bunnies, oh, baby. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm so excited. I won't be ignored, Adam. <laughs> no. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> you wish. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Boop. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to the Gen X. All right. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> Put your man voice on. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Dallas. Already in progress. <laughs>